Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, we're going to be diving into the being present conversation. Now, I think what's different in this podcast to a lot of others is I kind of go in and out of topics. Different topics become different flavors, and as new things appear, uh, ideas get built on top of. Now, one of the challenges I hear so often is how much dyslexic minds struggle to feel grounded and present. I'm going to explain what that means to me, what I'm playing with at the moment, my struggles, and a little bit of a story. So let's dive into this episode. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. Now, one thing just before I kick in, thank you for the people that have reached out to do your own episodes. We've already got one in, and I will release that this week. I've had a couple of others, so I will be sending you out this new cool, funky tool called Video Ask that will allow you to record your story, which I'm really excited about sharing with people. I'm still testing and measuring this. I'm kind of doing this on the fly with brand new beautiful awesome technology so bear with me in the process as i learn but i think it's going to add so much value to you the listeners uh hearing other people's stories on that note let's dive into this episode so i'm not even going to do a break i'm just going to dive straight in this episode is one we come back to time and time again because it's a challenge i i believe a lifelong challenge there, is, there isn't a moment where at every second of every day you have the power to be present. I don't think that's true for anybody in the world, personally. I do think people can be more practiced in bringing themselves back to the moment and their awareness of the moment. But I also think there's you know, different challenges for those of us with dyslexic minds. You know, Our minds can wander off. Not just a little bit or occasionally, but they're just, sometimes they're in a different world. I found myself, and I love it the most when I'm four or five different rabbit holes down, and I can actually track how I got from each rabbit hole to the last one. You know, and it's so creative. You sometimes have to laugh that if someone was in your head watching it, it would be like a creative movie. People couldn't pick it. It would be so creative. If we could create these things in real life, which we can't always, or very rarely we can, it would just be beautiful, beautiful art. And I know sometimes for myself, and I guess for many, we may struggle to beat ourselves up a bit with this. Um, you know, I do sometimes. And, and kind of watch myself in those moments where it's really bad, is usually when I'm overstimulated, I'm tired. Um, I've gone through something that's emotionally jolted me. You know, usually it's a time where there's a lot of cortisol in my system um, and I haven't given myself a break. And, you know, the question is, why does this why does this topic come up again? You know, at the moment we're back in lockdown. I think we're three or four, maybe five weeks in, four weeks in. And, you know, it, it's challenging, right? Especially we went for such a long period without it. And you know, I'm struggling, you know, I'll be honest, I'm struggling a bit, you know, it's day to day, I'm okay, I can overstimulate my mind with video games and other stuff just to kind of keep myself on the treadmill. But trying to slow down enough to be present, yeah, it can be hard, you know, when you're trying to keep your your eye on the ball or your focus on the future, 
to kind of see the stuff that happens after this kind of crazy lockdown moment. Um, to kind of give yourself that level of, I don't want to call it hope, but um, that level of drive to move towards it, to try and make the most out of the situation. You know, I've got that opportunity to really get some work. You know, I know work for me is a big, big focus, um, but it can it can be all-encompassing um, and quite, you know, overwhelming sometimes. I've done a few weekends where I've, I've done quite a lot of work over the weekends, and that's been tough. You know, it's been tiring. I, I, you know, this weekend, this is the first time I've done anything, um, you know, that wasn't just relaxing. And I find the podcast quite a relaxing thing uh, to do on the weekends. I usually do them within the week. Um, But it's, you know, I've just noticed how much I've needed this break and how from time to time I just am not present. I'm, I'm in the future or I'm stimulated in my head, if that makes sense, like playing a video game on my phone even, or uh, watching a TV show, or eating, or whatever it is, whatever the case. Um, We've been, you know, I guess what I wanted to say is that I've just realized the need for being present. And we've been quite lucky, we've got a little five-year-old that we, we share, which is Holly's daughter, who's absolutely lovely, but she does help keep you present, you know, whether it's bouncing up on the tramp, up and down the trampoline with her, or um, you know, building, you know, watching her jump up and down in this weird little bouncy castle thing with balls and stuff, like we're at a Chuck E. Cheese or a McDonald's uh, ball pit, you know, that's pretty cool. There's a bunch of things she does like that. But, you know, to be truly present in yourself, I sometimes struggle with. Even when I go for a walk, I'm always listening to another podcast and enjoying it. But even when I'm walking, I'm not always present. I'm not always turning the podcast off to stop and look at a tree or slow down enough to be in that moment. And so I've always been hunting for how do I how do I do this? How do I get more present? You know, I just thought I'd share some of the things that are working for me. And again, when I say working for me, these are moments in my day. You know, I don't want you to think that I've got some, there is some magic formula where you go, oh, wow, I'm present 85% of my day. You know, that other 15%, who cares? I'm winning. You know, it's not like that. It's um, it's those present moments. And at the moment, I'm feeling in a really nice space. And some of the things I've been testing, I've mentioned is CBD oil. A lot of the things I'm doing is how can I lower my stress or internal anxiety? It's been my whole focus this year. If you remember at the beginning of the year, I talked about what was my focus this year and I actually went through the visualization. And yeah, it's, it's quite mad how much of that's coming to reality. Everything I'm doing, everything I've done this year, you can see has been pinnacled at this point of, of rest and relaxation. You know, I'm testing CBD oil. I'm t- t- testing ashwagandha. I tried that a while back. And then I'm standing in an Indian store the other day and I'd bought this expensive stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of this stuff. It's like a, I want to say it's an Indian food, but it might not be. I'm just, uh, based on the name, I'm creating a story in my head. Welcome to my dyslexic world. Um, but it's it's the stuff that's supposed to relax you. And I swear, I spent like $40, just for comparison's sake, on the small little tub from a fancy brand. And then I'm standing in this Indian store because I really enjoy these vegetarian curries that they have on their shelves these you know beautiful uh, curries quite cheap you know I, I quite like them they're good to have in the cupboard 
and um, I'm standing there waiting in line. We're all social distanced, and I look on this. I look on the shelf, and there's this giant bag of organic ashwagandha powder, and it's like twelve dollars, just for comparison's sake. And so, I've literally just had some of that in a in a smoothie with some super greens and some protein powder and some almond milk. Um, yeah, like it's really, you know, I'm, I'm, those are the types of things I'm testing and trialing alongside the CBD oil, meditation. I'm doing some Wim Hof breathing exercises. That's been really cool. There's a great interview with him and Russell Brand. I'll try and put that in the show notes. I'll see if I can find the video of a Wim Hof breathing method I'm liking at the moment, as well as a Russell Brand interview I really enjoyed that's on YouTube. Um yeah, just doing a bunch of these things, because I know for me to be more present, I have to take myself out of the future mind that's running around. Um, I know that will never stop, and I'm comfortable with it, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't tire me out, and it doesn't mean I don't recognize it tires me out sometimes. And, you know, if, you know, it was interesting. I had this, as I walked around today, we're allowed... Uh, one walk a day, supposedly, for physical exercise, which is definitely helping my mind. Um, I was thinking about what what is it to be present, and I was listening to a book called The Resilience Project, which is by an Aussie guy. I don't even know who it's by. I had a free credit on Audible. Uh, story of my life. I'll just let the books come to me. I need to I need to listen to, and some are good, some are bad. This one's really intriguing, and it's all about. Um, resilience and the challenges everyone goes through. And I'm a great believer that, you know, there can never be enough people telling their stories and sharing their wisdom and experience. You know, there's no competition in that. It's their experience. They should share it. If it helps a few more people, fantastic. That's that's all you can do, right? And listening to this guy, one of the things that did come through uh, of where I'm up to is just that reminder of how powerful gratitude is in being present you know it's when you really realize it you know i've i found myself looking at work and and i can start to see some things coming together there that have been really powerful but i can get so hyper focused on where i'm trying to go with that i forget to be in the moment and grateful you know i'm i'm in a house with a roof Uh, i've got running water i have no lack of food if anything too much food you know, I, I've, we're in a house that has a garden. Some people in lockdown don't have that. I got a trampoline. Um, you know, I've got, a, I've created this podcast and, and with other founders in the Truth About Dyslexia, we're helping people all around the world to become awesome human beings. Like, I'm so grateful for this. You know, I'm healthy. I've got two legs and two arms at the time of recording. You know, I've got, you know, all this stuff is, is you know, pretty, pretty darn good. And, you know, every time I'm grateful and I picture those things I'm grateful for, you know, oddly, I'm kind of looking in the past, but at the same point, I'm being grateful in the present. Like, I have to be present with what I'm being grateful for, because these are questions I'm asking myself. And I find, I feel, I don't know about you, but I feel super grounded in those moments. And it's kind of like, um, I was thinking about what the United Kingdom is doing with lockdowns and they do these kind of, um, and the same with Australia. Um, they do these lockdowns, which are there to kind of break up the cycle of COVID and they kind of like drop these lockdowns in for a couple of days or a couple of weeks to kind of at least slow COVID down. I kind of see 
that gratitude stuff is the same thing. When my mind is overstimulated, dropping that in there slows the overstimulization of my brain. Like if I drop the gratitude bomb, um, even if it's just a few things that are really clear and obvious then, and it's only 30, 45 seconds, it's kind of like gives myself a wave of relaxation. And yeah, I'd like, I just wanted to share that. Like gratitude is nothing new, but it is something we very often forget to keep doing. Me and Holly have had a practice of it in the mornings, but then, you know, we've lost our way sometimes. You know, I think we both value it massively, but when there's a trillion and a half things to do, we miss stuff, right? But that's what I wanted to share, guys. I don't like to make these podcasts too long. Stay tuned. Have a look in the show notes. I'll try and pop that Wim Hof thing and that Russell Brand interview in there, along with what we're doing at the moment. Really excited for the people that have already signed up to the Confident Dyslexic. You're going to absolutely love it. It is exciting. And for the people that have signed up for the four video series, it's only about 10, 9, 10 days away. I can't count, but it's about a week and a bit away from dropping. So I hope you really enjoy that. So yeah, and the next episode you may hear, I'm going to pop the uh, first interview one out on Wednesday, I'm thinking, instead of Thursday. So you can have a couple. We'll do three this week. And I'd love to hear some feedback on what you think of it. Have an epic rest of your day.